What's up, everyone? Coach Matt Hare, your host and owner of Athletic Beings Training and Apparel. If this is your first time tuning in to the podcast, I am honored to have you here, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and for everyone who's been tuning in since day freaking one, January 2020, I am so happy to have you here still listening to these amazing episodes that we push out every Monday and Thursday. If you are new here, this is a podcast for you. If you want to learn the ins and outs when it comes down to health and fitness, you'll learn more about powerlifting, training, how to amplify your results, how to get results, how to get progress, how to be happy, how to gain confidence, how to gain self-esteem, how to just have a good, strong mindset. And if you want to listen to other amazing athletes, coaches, influencers, people who who, who you think just might have it all right just they understand and they they it might come easy for them we bring them on the show and we have them explain their story and talk about how you know they deal with mindset obstacles or mindset roadblocks and they've had struggles themselves and just all here to inspire you to believe in yourself and that's what our biggest mission is that's what our vision and our goal is here on the turn on the Trump podcast is inspiring one person to believe in who they are and what they're capable of so if you want some of that you are in the right place um this is gonna be a good episode um i've talked about these few things here and there throughout my uh, all the episodes, um, but it keeps getting brought up. And when things keep getting brought up, I got to freaking talk about it over and over again because we got to get these questions answered. We got to get these myths broken. We got to talk about what is the truth and what is how can you honestly get results, all right? And today we'll talk about we're going to talk to specifically maybe people who are in a plateau right now or are confused. Maybe like they are pushing for results or they're doing what they think is right, but nothing is working for them. Or maybe you're brand new into the fitness world and you're trying to find the best route to take. This is going to be the podcast episode for you right now. All right. Cause I'm going to give you the, the things that the raw points, the checkpoints, the check marks you need to check before you can even, you know, think about other things. You know, these are the fundamentals, the things that you need to be focusing on whenever you are creating your training plan, your splits. You want to, you know, make your meal plan. You want to gain just gains. You just want to get progress and get it the right way and be healthy and do it pain-free for as long as possible as well because this is health and fitness, not just fitness and gains, okay? It's health and fitness. You got to think about that first. But before we hop in, leaving a five-star review, ladies and gentlemen, truly means the world to me. Gives me amazing feedback that you guys and girls are getting from these podcast episodes that we push out every Monday and Thursday. I want to know what you're getting value from. From me, from the solo episodes, from the guest speakers, how has this podcast helped you? Has it helped you at all? Is there things that we can improve in? We take all reviews, all feedback, and we use it to amplify this podcast for you and our future listeners. And not only that, but you're going to help a lot of people around the world who are looking for an amazing podcast to help them inside their journey. You're going to help them find this podcast just that much faster, ladies and gentlemen. And as you already know, we've created amazing partnerships with tons of amazing companies, and you can check them all out at our website, trainerlivestrong.com forward slash partnerships, or you can just go to trainerlivestrong.com, and uh, there's a tab right there that says partnerships. And as always, you can just check the show notes, and they're always there. Our most recent partnership is with Flex Pro Meals, an amazing meal prepping service that that you just go to the website, you like as if you're going to a restaurant. You have a menu, boom, you you pick your food, and all of a sudden it arrives at your front door within two days, three days, and and it's there. And you don't have to do nothing, no cooking, no dishes, none of that crap. Maybe just the fork that you use. But other other than that, you all you gotta do is throw it in the microwave for two and a half minutes, and boom, you got your nice macro friendly, high protein freaking progress oriented nutritional meal that is there to get you results and if you use promo code train hard we can save you 20 percent off your first purchase all right ladies and gentlemen but here we go let's dive in this episode 
Hey everyone, Coach Matt here, and you're listening to the Train Hard Live Strong podcast, where we bring on the top fitness pros, top fitness influencers, motivational speakers, and people who have gone through dramatic transformations. And we're all here to inspire you to believe in yourself. If you have not yet, go ahead and check out our website, trainhardlivestrong.com. You can see all the new upcoming guest speakers and all the amazing things coming your way. Welcome to another life-changing episode. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another amazing episode here on the Train Hard Lift Strong Podcast. Today we're going to talk about a few things inside training, inside nutrition, and inside recovery. I want to talk about these three big pillars inside of, and mindset obviously is always a big one, but I want to talk about these three big pillars because these are the fundamentals whenever you are moving and you're trying to progress, you're trying to shred body fat, build muscle, you're trying to perform, you're trying to get healthy, you're trying to get into the body that you want, you're trying to pursue something that you want for your body, right? Like you have a, a dream inside your head and you have this sculpt that you want to, to put your body into, uh, but you just don't know how, right? Whenever I first started, I solely relied on supplements. I solely relied on the gym. And my train of thought was simply this. If I work out all the time for hours at a time in the day, and I just eat a bunch of food, like a bunch of crap that I'm going to immaculately like just build this freaking, this body, like this nice big broad shoulder, shredded core, nice vascularity. I thought I was going to do that and I thought it was going to happen. And after, you know, three, four, five years of consistently doing this, nothing was happening and I wasn't even getting really too much stronger. I wasn't really, I was putting in a lot of work and not getting the progress that I should have gotten if I was doing things correctly. And there was a lot of stuff that I didn't know, a lot of things that I needed to learn more of, and I wish I would have learned these things um, when I first started. Even even in my first three years or four years of training, I wish I would have known these things because it would have helped me out so much. Okay, so let's talk about training first. So when it comes down to training, you don't need to spend hours at a time inside the gym. And I get asked this all the time, yo, Matt, how, how long are you training? Like, do you train twice a, twice a day, like in the morning, in the evening? Are you like, is it two hours in the, in the gym in the morning and like two hours cardio at night? Like, how, like, what are you doing? So your body, right? Your body can only do so much at one time. The body is incredible, but if you want to progress towards something, you want to progress towards lean muscle growth or fat loss or weight loss, you want to progress towards performance training, you want to progress towards somewhere, it's important to go 100% in a good in a good time span, okay, 45 minutes, an hour, sometimes even 30 minutes, but you hit it as hard as you can and those you take that 60 minutes and you use every second of it. Use every second of it in pushing your muscle fibers into into working on every single range of motion, focusing on your technique, and you are pushing and pushing, and you are progressively overloading, even if it's with reps or with weight, somehow you're progressively overloading over a period of time, over weeks, over months, and you are taking advantage of that full hour or that full 45 minutes. You don't need to be in there for two hours. You don't need to be in there for three hours. I was in the gym for legit three hours after school just to get these things that I thought were going to happen if I just did a thousand freaking reps of something, all right? And and that just wasn't the case. I could have just done an hour full force, all 100% of my attention, dialed it into small rest periods or dialed into a rest period and stayed true to it and then hit my sets as hard as I possibly could and focused on drop setting, giant sets, supersets, and focused on those things. 
And then when you dive in more into the training, I was so I was so concerned and so focused on pushing as much weight as I possibly could, even if my form was shit or if I could just get it up as fast as I could. So when it comes down to bench press, I was dropping the bar and bouncing off my chest. When it comes down to squats, I was not hitting 90. I would hit like a little bit above and I would just try to, you know, skyrocket as fast as I could. You know, with those specific things, when it comes down to bicep curls, I wanted to just curl the weight up. As, even if I was, you know, ruining my technique to do so. If I was arching my back, if I was swinging and stuff. And I know there's cheat reps, but I'm talking about how to get the most out of every rep, every set, and every workout. In my training, I wish I would have focused on the eccentric portion of the lift. So if you're doing bicep curls, going down, as soon as you bring that weight up, get a full contraction, squeeze that bicep as hard as you can, and then come down. And as your bicep is elongating, getting longer, you got to break down those muscle fibers as much as you can by focusing on the eccentric portion. And so that's why there's people out there who can get some crazy, crazy, mean, lean, shredded gains. And you pay attention to how they train. It's focused. They're doing curls with 15, 20 pound dumbbells, right? And they have a lot of muscle. You think like, dude, you should be curling like 100 pounds, right? I'm not saying they can't. They probably could. But they're taking full advantage of the full range of motion, the full contraction, the full ability of that specific muscle. And I wish I would have focused on that more. I wish I would pay attention to that. Even with anything, with squats, going down, getting a full range of motion, going down nice and easy, and then exploding on the way up, right? Breaking down those muscle fibers as they elongate as you go down. And, you know, obviously your hamstrings, they elongate whenever you stand up. So it's like vice versa. That's why it's a compound lift because a lot of different joints that are moving. It's a multi-joint movement. But whenever you're trying to isolate specific muscle groups, quad extensions, Right, Whenever you are going up and you're flexing the quad, flex that quad as hard as you can on the way down, take your time, go slow, focus on the eccentric portion. You're going to see so much more gains by doing that than just by going through the reps and just like pumping them out and not even paying attention to what you're doing, not even focusing on the muscle. Right, And there is a time and place in just burning out. There is absolutely a time and place. But there will never, ever not be a time and place into focusing on your form and focusing on mind-to-body connection. Your mind-to-muscle connection is always going to be that. Every single muscle, every part of your body is connected to your central nervous system, which is connected to your brain. You should be able to understand how to contract the muscle and get the most out of that muscle, the most out of that rep as as possible so that you can progress and amplify your results as much as you possibly can. It's, there's an eccentric portion in every single angle of the joint that you have. Even if you do freaking forearm workouts and you're curling up and your wrist is flexing up and you're closing that gap between your wrist and your forearm, your forearm is going to contract. The eccentric portion is coming down and as the muscle elongates, right, gets longer, that is the eccentric portion of the lift. It's important to focus on that. I wish I would have focused more on isometrics as well, right? I wish I would have focused more on the plow metrics. There's different things than just doing regular reps of specific things. When it comes down to isometrics, I wish I could have just, you know, focused more on keeping a muscle at a specific length under tension for as long as I possibly could and then going down into an eccentric lift and taking my time with it. I was so, my ego was so high and I was so prideful to get stronger because I was a very small kid, right? I was a very small dude, just like a lot of guys out there who are starting. They're very small whenever they begin. Same thing with females. Some females want to get into the weight training, don't know how to do it. So you have gym intimidation. You're kind of scared to touch the weight and stuff like this. Don't be. Be confident and do that. Get under the bar. Get over the bar. Do what you need to do. You got to initiate your first time doing it so that you can mess up. 
Go into the into the gym and mess up your squats. Go into, and I'm not saying go freaking try to max out at 315 if you absolutely know you can't. But go in there and do a, a wrong form. Do something different. And you're going to feel it. You're going to see that doesn't look right. People, maybe someone who is actually caring about other people's form and how they're doing it, maybe you'll get someone to come up to you and say, hey, this is how you should do it. This is how it should be done, right? And helping you out. Or another coach can reach out. But... If you don't try it, you're never going to feel it. You're never going to understand it. And if you don't do that, then you're never going to be aware of how you can benefit or get more benefit from a, 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 from a specific lift. But I was more focused on how much weight I can do all the time. And that is not how it should work. You should focus on the muscle, how you're contracting, how you are relaxing, how that muscle contracts and elongates over and over again per rep, per set, and dialing into that. Right? It's not about all how much weight you do and everything is different. A power lift, you can't really focus on like an eccentric portion or you can if you wanted to, if you really like really wanted to dial into how you're moving through the lift, but those are power lifts. You got to get to point A to point B as fast as you can. All right. Same thing with a compound lift, point A to point B as fast as you can, but make sure that you're dialed into your technique. I never dialed into my technique. I thought I did, but I never did. And I, I talked about this a little bit in what I just talked about right now, but that mind to muscle connection, that mind to body connection is so crucial and this is what athletes have a lot of and is is understanding where this is what you know hand eye coordination is hand feet you know just being coordinated with your body understanding where your limbs are understanding what muscles you use understanding what planes to push through you know like understanding where your body's going and how it's going to get there that is what mind and body connection is or mind to muscle so if you are doing squats and you are having different form or wrong form and you have pain in your knees, you have pain in your hips, pain in your lower back or whatever the case may be, then you are not taking the time to be one with your body. This is why I always take time before I do an actual set or I go into actual working sets. I take time to work with the bar. I take time to work with my just my body weight. I take time to work on my joints. I take time to just go through flexions, right? Flex my hamstring, feel it. Flex my quad, feel it. Go into an air squat and squeeze, contract. Because you can get into an air squat and not have your muscles fully contracted. And then you can contract them as you're down there and then explode up right? Go through these movements, go through these motions and dial into that. Mind to body connection is crucial. Whenever you're blasting up from a squat and you're coming up, you know, how do you engage your glutes? How do you engage those things to push your hips, like put your hips forward, right? How do you engage these things? How do you not fold your back? How do you keep your back nice and straight, nice and tight? How do you not butt wink? Like, how do you not, how do you do these things? Mind and body connection, understanding where your form is, understanding where your joints are, understanding where your knees are bending, where you are, how flexible your ankles are, understanding where your hips are, the flexibility in your hips, where to power from, understanding where your balance is, down to your toes. When you're doing bicep curls, overhead presses, bench press, deadlifts, rows, anything, tricep extensions, understanding how to completely flex that muscle, how to get more flexion out of that muscle, always dialing in how to be connected with that muscle, that specific muscle or muscle group, and understanding how to get the best out of each rep. I wish I would have focused on that more. I wish I would have took time to work with resistant bands and and focus on what is going to get tight whenever I go through this motion, taking care of my joints. These are big things whenever you are training to focus on. It's not about lifting as much weight as you possibly freaking can. If your form is dead on, you understand your body, you understand how to lift, then go ahead. Kill it, man. You're trying to do a new PR? Go for it and get that that new PR. Get that higher PR, whatever it is you want to do. But understand technique, understand your body, mind and muscle connection is crucial. When it comes down to nutrition, 
I, like I said before, solely relied on supplements. Man, my life was protein shakes. You know, and, and it was it was muscle milk. That's what it was. Muscle milk and muscle tech. And that's all it was. Just protein shakes, Taco Bell, quesadillas at night, uh, late night cereal bowls. And that was basically my life. And yeah, pre-workout too. But that's all I would take. And, and it was, you know, multiple day, multiple day. And never really understood where nutrition was. I never even cared to eat for a healthy growing teenager as well. I never focused on eating the proper way I should eat as a growing young man and as a growing athlete. You know, like I never paid attention to any of these things. It's, it was all out of whack, all the whole thing. So dialing into your nutrition is crucial. I always recommend and always talk about this. I've talked about it in many other episodes, but eat for health first. Understand how you can eat food to gain a nice healthy structure, nice healthy functionality of your body, the physiological part of your body because it's anatomy and physiology, right? Understand the physiology part, how your body functions and how to feed those those things that function, your heart, your blood, your brain, your organs, your reproductive system, how to eat for these things, right? What is the car? What is the protein what is the fat and then you can dive into how can i build muscle how can i shred body fat how can i gain prs how can i get stronger how can i feed my body right how can i get more vascular how can i do these things then you dial into those things but eating for health is crucial your inner clock you have an inner clock inside your body and this inner clock can be i guess you can you can say it's a metabolism right but what what i in my opinion label this inner clock is is as how dialed in are you with you and yourself and how you nourish your body, even if with that is positivity, with emotions, with nutrition, with recovery, with hydration. How do you on a clock day to day, 24 hours every day, how do you take hold of that inner clock and make the best out of it? So whenever you are eating food, what is your first meal? What does it look like? What are you doing in between meals? What is your next meal? What is the next one after that? What are your snacks? Are you hydrated? Are you hydrating yourself? Do you take minerals, vitamins? Getting your body on a system. Most people go through their day-to-day life and they starve themselves without even knowing it. Obviously, we're so busy. You wake up and you're late. You wake up and you just swallow down chug coffee or whatever it is that you do in the morning. Monsters, Red Bulls. Don't even drink water throughout the day. And then when it comes down to getting a coach and like your first session, you're just like, oh my God, this is horrible. I feel like shit. You know, your stomach hurts, you're throwing up, you're nauseous, dehydrated, dizzy, headache. And, and then, you know, that is all outcomes and side effects from the lifestyle that you are currently living in. And these are things that we've all are either going through right now or have gone through before. Even these people that you see that are freaking shredded, lean, and just all this stuff. We all started somewhere, and we we were all unknowledgeable before, unexperienced before, but we started. And that's all you got to do is just start. But when it comes down to the, the nutrition portion, all I can say in the best words of advice is eat for health first. Understand what food is and how it can benefit your body and health. And then you can start to understand how to eat for progression, how to eat for muscle growth, fat loss, weight loss. Supplements are there to supplement specific things. If you can't get enough numbers in, you need help, then you can liquefy protein, as in a protein shake, whey protein, and then you can drink it if you need to hire those numbers. If you don't have time for breakfast, but you have time to make a smoothie before the night before so you can be ready for the next day, then that's something you have to take advantage of. Understand your inner clock, your outer clock, and how to keep those in sync as much as you possibly can. Life is not perfect. You are not perfect. We are not perfect. Progress is not perfect. Progress is progress. As long as you're progressing, that's perfect. 
Now when it comes down to recovery, rest, this is something I never, never gave a shit about. I never cared about. I never wanted to stop. I never wanted to rest. I never wanted to sleep. I never wanted to do nothing. None of that crap, dude. If I wasn't in the gym and I wasn't breaking down my body, I was not growing. And that was absolutely false. Whenever you train, you create the opportunity for growth. You are creating the door for everything else to come in and make it real, to make it happen. You make progress, progress, and you make it real by what you do with your food, your nutrition, your hydration, your recovery. Those are important. I never recovered. I never took a day off. I never did these things. Not only was I in the gym three hours out of the day, but I was also going to practice. I was also having weights in school, and I was also not eating enough. Well, whenever I was eating, it was just a bunch of crap food, but I also was not eating breakfast, lunch, or any snacks in between. My first meal of the day was basically at 3.30 or 3.45 whenever I was headed to the gym. And after that, the next day would repeat, and it would repeat and repeat. And I never took a day off. It was Monday through Sunday, nonstop, work, 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 work. And, and I never gave my body time to recover. And I, and I wish I would have done that a long time ago. I wish I would have focused in in how to be one-on-one with my body and understand when it needs rest and understand how to schedule rest days, active rest days. Like what are deload weeks? These are things that I wish I would have dialed into and focused on whenever I first started and created my splits. Well, my splits were just lifting weights. I never had a split. But um, I wish I had these things, right? So why do you rest? Your body is always on. It's always on go, go, go. Whenever you sleep, your body doesn't just shut off. Because if your body just shut off, then you die. Okay, if your body goes to sleep, it is in a phase where it's like, okay, the body's asleep. He or she's asleep. They're not moving. It's all good. Metabolism, keep going. Okay, keep going. Now we're going to push out some hormones. We're going to push out some chemical reactions to recover what's been damaged throughout the day. This is anything with pollution, air pollution, digestion, progress, muscle fiber growth, anything like that. Hydration. Your body has time to do these things, right? Because you're sleeping. You know, your body, you've taken, you've shut off a little bit of your body, but your body's still on. It still has to recover. So in these six hours, eight hours of sleep, you know, you have your different types of cycles you go through whenever you are sleeping for a specific reason. There's a reason why you sleep about a third of your life because it is crucial to have sleep. Okay, it's important. If you take an hour away from your sleep, you're going to risk a lot of a lot of health issues. You're going to risk yourself of getting into heart disease or anything like that. Like you can increase obesity or diabetes. You can increase a lot of things. You know, brain um, brain disorders or brain conditions. You know, you can go into uh, Alzheimer's faster. Whenever you take out sleep away from your body, that's taking away your body's time to give back to you. So if you do that, then you're just going to go and get closer to illness and disease. So recovery is crucial. And in that time of you going to sleep and you being at rest, your metabolism is still going. Your body is pushing out hormones, chemical reactions. It's recovering. It's progressing. With that being said, if you eat a late night meal, late night snack, it doesn't mean your body's just going to store that crap as fat. That's not what's going to happen. Your body's metabolism is still going. You just you are sleeping, so your metabolism might be not be as fast, but your resting metabolic rate is still at that number. It's still there. It hasn't turned off yet. Okay, and it won't turn off. It could slow down or get speed up, but it won't turn off. So that's one thing. I, I wish I would have took more time into doing that. You know, I wish I could I wish I would have took more time into understanding sleep, understanding how I could recover the proper way so I can wake up the next day and crush my gym sesh again. And the next day crush my gym sesh again and not go towards injury. Because there's a few injuries I had. I hurt my shoulder, I hurt my quad. There's a lot of things I hurt throughout my high school years, even into the military. 
I was always in the gym, never understood rest, not just until the past two, three years where I finally understood rest. Basically, when COVID hit, because when COVID hit, gyms were closed, so I had to understand what rest was. I had to take days off and all the other shit, so... But it was forced upon me, and I think that's what caused me to understand what rest was, understand how to properly sleep and how to properly take time and recover. And when it comes down to deload weeks, I also came to a conclusion through self-experience. I always known this was science. I always knew this was the right way to do it. But like like I always say, and like a lot of you probably always go through, I want to train. I want to lift big, man. I want to get bigger. I want to do this. And if I'm not doing if – I'm, if, I'm, if I'm not working, I'm not progressing. And I understand that. But you need to also understand that if you are – if you are training, you are training. If you are sleeping, you're still progressing. Everything that you do in inside the kitchen, inside your bed, you know, sleeping, recovery, in the gym, all that stuff goes in correlation to what you're trying to achieve. So think of a rest day as you still progressing. You are still working towards your dreams. You're still working towards your results. Okay, these all take huge factors in what you want to do and what you want to accomplish. But a deload week, right, is focused into keeping reservoir inside of your muscle fibers, you know, inside of your muscle, energy inside your muscle, inside your blood to not fully deplete itself, but to keep a little bit there and, but not to keep, to not take as much rest as a full rest day, but to take enough rest to not break down as much, but you're still progressing. Okay. That made like sense in my head, but I don't know if it made sense coming out. So you might have to listen to that again, or you might have to reach out to me and ask me what the hell did you say, Matt, in this freaking episode? But um, but yes, I don't know if I can say it again because that's, like that's like a ton twister. But in a deload week, what you're doing is that you're not going full 100%. Okay, you're basically going like 80%, 75%, even 70%. And you're still keeping a little bit of energy inside that muscle. You're not going to that full. You're going to a burn, but you're not going to a full, complete depletion burn. Because deload week, you are training, but you're not training as hard as you normally do. You're giving your body time to recover as you train still. And that's the, that's the powerful part about deload weeks. And it also takes... Tension off your joints, gives tension off your bones, off your back. If you're doing, you know, heavy uh, back squats or front squats, giving your body time to recover, but you're still training and still progressing nice and slow. So instead of moving the needle so fast forward by training hard, by not taking a rest day, you're still deloading. So you're moving it just a little bit, little by little, little by little, but you're not giving your body enough time to take a full rest day. Because you have a deload week or a deload two weeks or whatnot, and you are still training and still keeping those those gains up, keeping the strength gains up. And sometimes even in a deload week, you get stronger. Like you can get stronger. You can get bigger. You can gain more muscle. You can take time to give your body time to recover as you are deloading in the gym and not pushing yourself to the full extreme. Because after a deload week, then you're going to have six weeks of just full freaking hustle, man. Full throttle, nitrous, straight to your goals and your dreams and the passions you want for your body and health. And then you got to go through another deload week and all the other stuff. I wish I would have known all this. Everything I said, talking from the training, how you train, what to focus on, mind-to-body connection, going into the nutrition aspect. Not the whole day is relied off supplements. Focusing on what food is and how it can feed your body. How, how you can eat for health first. And into the recovery phase, understanding rest, understanding how to deload, how to understand how to take care of your body and give it time to give back to you. If I wish, if I would have understood this, I, my gains now would be so much more than, than before. I would have understood. I could have prevented injuries. But guess what? I was once someone that didn't know nothing before. I was once someone who, who thought their pec was a part of their leg. Like I was once that person that didn't know nothing. 
But because I started that one day, you continue to start and you continue to show up and you continue to build knowledge and awareness. And then now you are who you are on this specific day in the future or whenever your day is your day, then you're finally there and you are still progressing because there's no end goal, right? You are want to continue and continue and keep pushing for the things that you want for your body and health and keep understanding more and more and more. We are still improving in medicine. We are still improving in different things. We are still understanding the body. If doctors and researchers who have done this for years, decades, haven't dialed into exactly everything about the body, that means that you do not know more or you don't know as much as you possibly could. There's still more pathways and avenues to approach. There's still more, there's still more knowledge bases to dive into when it comes down to your body and health. Ladies and gentlemen, everything I talked about today has been brought to me because I've been asked over and over and over again what the secret is. How do you do it? How do you shred this? How do you do that? Everything has a time and place inside your journey, but you got to hit the basics, man. You got to hit the foundation. You got to understand what this stuff is first. This is why getting a coach guidance is great. This is why it can help. It will help. You don't have to have a coach for freaking five years. Get a coach for three months and see what you can learn, but open your mind to understanding this stuff. Open your mind to understanding this. Don't look at food and think, oh, why do I got to eat this? Look at this food and say, how is this nurturing my body? Question your coach. Ask them. They are your teacher. Why do you have to train like this? Why do you have to do this many reps with this much sets? Why do you have to do cardio after your workout? Why, 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 why? Why do you have to do these things? Understand this. There's so much more complaining than there is of understanding why you have to do that. And I wish that would flip. I wish that would switch over. Because once that switched over, then there'd be a lot more people out there that understood more about their body, even if they did quit. Because now it's on you. It's always on you. But if you understand a lot about your body, you understand why why something is something, why you have to eat this way or train this way or whatever the case may be, then you have full power over the control that you have. Now your outcomes are based upon your actions. Always just start and always open your mind to new things, especially with your heart, especially with your mind, especially with your body, especially when it comes down to your entire health, anatomy, physiology, yourself. Understand it fully. All right, ladies and gentlemen, today I hope I brought you something. Hopefully I gave you some value. Hopefully you learned something. If you want to question me, please question me. All right, I have all my contact stuff in the show notes every single time. You can reach me in my Instagram, Matthew underscore fitness underscore trainer. You can reach me wherever you want to. I will get to your questions. If you have been messaging me for a while and I haven't reached back, I'm sorry. I will get to you. I promise. Just keep keep messaging, keep messaging, keep sending your questions. But other than that, you know how we do it over here, y'all. Get out there. Train hard and live strong. You just finished another amazing episode on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. If you have grabbed any sort of value from this episode, all we ask is you simply share it out to your Instagram story, Snapchat, send it to your best friend. If you want to know when the next amazing episode or guest speakers are coming on the show, make sure to check out our website, trainhardlivestrong.com. And also, if you want to see the sickest apparel, go ahead and check out athleticbeings.com. We'll see you all in the next episode. Coach Matt, peace.